This sounds horrible, but listen, he had been laid off. He took a package and for a while he sat there and didn't do anything, which was fine. But then when he decided to do something, he was the Uber driver. I was honest with him. I don't want to be married to the Uber driver. We talked about it in therapy and his thing was no bills had been missed. As long as the bills are being paid, what do you care? I still want to have the bills paid. I want to go out for dinner. I want to go on vacations. I want to do all of that. And on top of that, I don't want to tell people that my husband drives Uber. I make no apologies for it. But I want to look up five years from now and your ass still working for Uber. Can I just be real? That Uber shit was starting to impact how I thought about him. I was not proud to tell people that he was the Uber man. And, and he said to me, me driving that Uber, it don't change who I am on the inside. And he was right, but I was being honest. It sounds bougie and pretentious, but guess what? You married a bougie and pretentious woman. Single dad, why you mad? Single dad, why you mad? Single dad, why are you mad? Single dad, why 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 you mad? So before we even get started with DG, that's what we're gonna call it, DG, right? Okay. Um, Okay. Uh, we just want to say uh, welcome back to another episode of Single Dad, Why You Mad? And that uh, this is not a normal episode, meaning we ain't talking about the mommies and daddies and child support and all that other sort of stuff. But we're talking around it, right? We're talking about how we get there in the first place, which is, you know, it's all part of how the fuck did I get here? Right? It's all related. Yeah, so it's all related, right? The, the conversation is going to stem from a couple of uh, posts that were made by some people that we want to comment on. And the first of them is going to be from Miss Ebony K. Williams. I'm going to tell you, some of this might surprise you, mm -hmm. even as well as we know each other. Um, one of the things that I'm most proud of that I offer to a yep. husband, um, and this is where finding a man that values these things is important because we know everybody doesn't value the same things. If ha coming home to a sanctuary is important to you, if coming home to a curated home where you are king of mm -hmm. your castle, where it looks good, it smells good, there's a hot meal, you don't have to worry about where your clothes are, they're clean, they're hanging up, everything's organized, the kids are clean, they've done their homework, those things, I'm the woman for you. I really believe a woman's role is to curate a safe, very comfortable, loving home. So I can't I, you I agree. Child. Oh, oh, I'm kidding, I'm um, kidding. Well, now, yeah. A man can make a house a home. Yeah, I, I believe that's a woman's role. That said, I'm not paying a mortgage. <laughs> no, I'm not paying a mortgage. I'm dead ass. <laughs> not, not even $5. <laughs> But if I'm going to be your wife, right, and you're going to be my husband, 
be my husband. Word. And everybody has a different standard. I have yeah. tons of girlfriends um, at various income levels. They pay up to half. Some pay 70% of their mortgage. Hell, I wouldn't have And now half is fine with me. I'm yeah. not doing 70 and, and I don't judge it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot. And I don't judge it at all. I think it works for their marriage. Yeah. And let, let's be clear. What I know from a failed marriage, you got to do what works for your marriage, mm -hmm. not anybody else's, right? Um, so I, I love it. You like it? I love it. But for me, protecting and providing is paramount. So that's number one, right? And, um, you know, we can have conversations. Amen! Amen! Okay. All right. Um, but then I, I also feel want to have a conversation about this, so hang tight. She's retiring her husband. <laughs> He's been a police officer for 15 years, and he wants to live out his dreams. Nope. I was married to one of those. You know, I make the money and so on and so forth. Go live your dreams, buy a business, you know, stay with me, but go, go, go. You see how that turned out. I predicted this marriage is going to be on real rocky ground in a moment. You're over here making all your money and stuff. You had me quit my job and I can't find my live like a child. So... That was Wendy speaking on Tabitha Brown. Tabitha, Tabitha Brown. Brown. And Tabitha then we all Brown. know Tabitha responded uh -huh. to that, right? Yeah. We have with us DG. DG is going to remain anonymous, but she has some feelings on that. And I have some feelings on it. And I believe Clark has some feelings on it. So, uh, DG, you went ape shit on the text when we were going back and forth. But I told you, stop texting me because I want it to be uh -huh. live in color and in person. Mm -hmm. I would love to hear your take on what Ebony has to say. I said she's a thousand percent correct. So now, before you even do that, you are a married woman. Second time around, twice married. Second time around, twice married. You've been married for how uh -huh. long now? Uh, this last time, it is... What is this? That's funny, um, right, Clark? I <laughs> like, I like, like, yo, usually it's the dude who's fumbling, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like, I, I, nine years. I think it's nine years this year. Right. Nine I'm years. I'm laughing because when I was married, I had my wedding date engraved on the inside of my ring so I wouldn't forget. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think, I, it's, I think it's nine years. And my first marriage, I was in for 14 years. Oh, wow. So you, 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 you a long timer. Yes. Okay. And y'all have two monogamer. I have two sons from my first marriage, and I have one daughter um, with my current husband. Okay, so y'all are intertwined. Everything is everything is locked in. There's no, you know, I can uh, you can cut the string cleanly here. Go ahead. And your feeling is what does that mean? Meaning <laughs> like <laughs> meaning like there's no just I'm going to pack my bags and walk away today, and you know it's clean okay. like that. You're intertwined. That's right. Okay, so okay, go ahead. Your, your feelings so on Evan. I think she's a, a thousand percent. That's how I feel. I, and, and I am a um, educated, self-sufficient and successful in my career and able to uh, maintain. I created a, a curated a certain lifestyle for me and my children, and I'm able to maintain it on my own. But having said that, she's a hundred percent, a thousand percent correct. The man should pay the mortgage and the wife should, um, you know, everything she said, you know, you come home, you have a meal, you have a nice, uh, a nice, uh, peaceful sanctuary to live in. Your children are taken care of all of that. So 
is there any part of that job that the woman is supposed to do or that, the, you know, the traditional gender roles that you feel the man should participate in? Like, what are you saying? So, so like, I, 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 no, go ahead. Go ahead. You clarify, David, because it was your question. So, you know, like, I don't cook four nights this week. Why can't you cook one night? Um, yeah, like, no, I've cooked four nights this week. Why don't we go out? Is more like it, <laughs> you know, because I also like I also like to go out. OK, I did the laundry the last four weeks in a row. You do the laundry. Um, yeah, I don't I don't do the tip tap thing like that, um, especially for as it pertains to laundry, because both of my husbands were self-sufficient in the laundry department. Right. So they do their own laundry. Um, so that's never really been an issue. Um, but I, I could never see me. Being like, well, I did it this number of times. You do it that number of times. I mean, really, to me, those are little things, right? Like, who does the laundry and all that? Like, that mortgage, you need to be covering that mortgage, bro. That's really how I feel. <laughs> Clark? No, I, it's interesting because I I think the, the biggest thing that came out of, out of the first woman was, you know, as somebody who came out of a failed marriage, like, actually verbatim for what you said, or almost verbatim. Like as somebody who came out of failed marriage, I think you do what's right for you. Right. right. You don't you don't follow somebody else's per- parameters. You don't follow somebody else's means and, and 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 measures for what's a successful marriage. You and the person you're with need to have that conversation and go, yo, what's working for us? I can say observationally what what works is if you have two people, a delegation of duty absolutely makes for a more successful pairing of people, right? Because what you end up having a lot of times, and I, and I speak from my experience, is that tit for passion, mm-hmm. where where nobody wins. That's not nobody no. wins, That's right? Not. Because it, because it becomes I'm doing more. No, but I'm doing more. You know, I, you know, I have a job too. Yo. You, you you work at Stop and Shop and you bag groceries a, a couple hours a week versus me sitting in a C-suite. Like, it, it's two different games, mm-hmm. right? Yes, you, you work and, and, yes, it gives you a sense of fulfillment, but it's not the same work I'm doing, right? And you have a, an ability that, that supersedes me in terms of, like, organizing the home and, and curating the home in a certain way. And then when I get involved in the shit, you stand over me and complain that I did it wrong, right? So it, it's what I find really interesting. And, and, and it's not just a woman thing. It's a man thing, too. It's a human thing. We all want certain shit because it looks good from a distance. And then when we get it, we go, oh, yeah, I want the complete opposite, mm-hmm. right? Because the, the dude that you think exists out here, he ain't here, right? He, 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 he's not out here. The, the, the perfect man who, you know, makes six figures a year, is six foot tall, has six pack abs, and you know, after working in the boardroom all day, will come home, cook a meal, and help the kids with the homework, and do the laundry, and and everything. Oh, and, and then skip those meetings in order to you know help with map day and, and daycare. That dude don't exist. So maybe I'm looking at this wrong, right? Because when I hear that the man is the provider, right, my natural instinct is to think that there is a straight line to define the two, right? That the man is the provider, his job is to go out and work 
and pay the bills. And it is the woman's job to take care of the home in its entirety and that the two don't cross at all. Like the man, if he does cook, big deal, but he's never expected to cook. If he does clean up the house, that's, you know, that's fine, but he's never expected to clean up the house. If he does do homework with the kids or take the kids back and forth to school or whatever else it is, he does that, but he's never expected to do that. And that the same thing on the woman's side, where if she happens to pay a bill, that's fine, but she's never expected to. And that the two just like never cross with respect to expectations. I think, um, you know, maybe I heard it differently. And then that's not what Ebony's saying. What Ebony's saying is, you know, with respect to the mortgage, with respect to keeping a roof over our head, that's it. But the other things are sort of like flexible and intertwined. Am I reading this wrong? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what she meant. For me, it's more of that. Like, I mean, I can do all the things. And if you want to cook something, then that's fine. Am I requiring that, you know, because I cook four days a week, you have to do it one day a week? Absolutely not. You know, um, so there's flexibility in that. But like, I'm, I'm, I'm hard on that. You know, you should be covering the mortgage. <laughs> what about cars? You know, it's funny. I, I believe that you should... Uh, cover the maintenance on the cars. What about the car payments? That's what I'm after, the car payments. Yeah. Can't You're saying, yeah, what? <laughs> yes, the, the husband should cover the car payments and ensure that the thing gets to the dealership to, to get the scheduled service on it or whatever. Now, I have paid a car note before, but like right now, my husband's pays my car note as well. It was a gift from him. Right. So and so it's a gift from him. You got a vehicle. Um now let's let's talk about like the, the, the domestic stuff, right? The the household, right? Curating the household and creating a sanctuary. That's me. Right. That's all you. So is he putting out the garbage? Yeah. Okay. Is he cleaning the bathrooms? Um, he will. But in general, who does? Me. And do you, do you ever go? You need to clean the bathroom. <laughs> but he but he will sometimes go. Oh, no. hey, I took care of this because I happen to be in there. I know this could be seen, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Vacuuming the house. Um, we don't really vacuum. It's more we have hardware. hardware okay. So, um, yeah, not much vacuum. And, and, and I'm just going through the domestic part. Child rearing. So you guys have three kids in total. Um. Well, five and told because he, he has kids from a previous relationship. And he's got grandchildren, which are my grandchildren. Right. So, but yeah, the kids, every, everything is, you know, in fact, we went this week um, to visit a high school, um, uh, to tour a high school for my daughter. She's going into the eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And with my first husband, he, he just relied on me to do all of the school stuff. Mm-hmm. He had no interest of going. You know, I was the PTA, this, that, and the third. Like the the, the the teachers knew, the school knew that the kids had a father. They just didn't, they just didn't see him like right. that, right? And he didn't feel no way about it. And I didn't feel about I didn't feel a way about it because I could handle right. it, right? Um, my current husband, he broke his neck to go with us on that tour. And in my head, I'm thinking, this ain't even really necessary, but okay, bro, you want to, you know, sure. Well, when it comes to school and facilitating that's in that's in your wheelhouse as well. Extracurricular activities, like he'll come to me and say, you know, it's like it's Tuesday, like where she's supposed to be tonight, or something like that, you know. Or, you know, we had her dance recital a couple weeks ago, and so then the following day, the following week, he was like, well, 
do I have to pick her up from dance tonight? And I'm like, dude, we just had to recite it. Like we over for a couple of weeks. You get a, you get a breather. Sure. So like he really is clueless as it, as it pertains to what she's doing, where she's going, who, even who her friends are, you know, like he hears their names, but it's not as tapped into. And I don't hold that against him because right. that's me, you know, I feel like that's my job. And, and, and so it's really interesting too that, and, and I appreciate what you're saying here. I don't hold that against him. Because it's really funny. I was watching this thing, and this was a handful of years ago, and they were asking dads on the street questions. And they were like, oh, who's your kid's third grade teacher? Um, 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 who is your kid's best friend? What what size shoe does your kid wear? And so in that way, it's like, oh, shit, look at these dads. They don't know any of this stuff about their kids, right? And like for a dude like me or a dude like David who's involved in those kinds of things, it's like, damn, so you should know that. But then... The other side of the paradigm is, what's your kid's biggest fear? And mothers are like, uh, 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 um, who's your kid's favorite superhero? Um, 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 right? It's, it's, we work in very different lanes and we connect with our kids in very different ways. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you look at the maintenance of a household, like, what, you, what you're saying is a man's responsibility is an argument that I have a lot. And if you've listened to our episodes before, I say this shit a lot. Not everybody is made to be the CEO's wife. Everybody wants their husband to be a successful man, to be, you know, that that top 1%, top 5%, top 10% of men, right? That that alpha male dude. But not everybody has to in them to do the shit that it takes to support him to be at that spot. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like, and, and there's a lot of women that I've met who like, oh, I cook, I clean, I'm independent. But I can't keep quiet, right? Like, yeah, you know, I can't hold my tongue. I'm like, listen, that that that's a deal breaker for some of these kids, right? Right? Or it's not my job to stroke his ego. Yo, it absolutely is your job to stroke his ego if, if you want to do to go out there and, and conquer the world. Like, it, it, it's it's a different ballgame. Now, you know, if your paradigm is, you know, it's both of us being here, we're do we're equally yoked. We're both, you know, paying the bills. We're both working nine to five or nine to seven or whatever it is. We're both, you know, in the trenches together. That's a different story. That's a different story. And then, but it's all about that negotiation, that, that part of what works for you, right? I think it's really important to uh, for people to be um, honest and upfront about who they are in the very beginning, mm. right? And so, uh, none of Abby, us are. None of us are. Yeah. But but really, Ebony has shown people who she is. And she's she said multiple times she's out here. She's now out here trying to date. She wants to find a mate. Um, And so any dude that gets with her knows what she's about and what she stands for. And I think that's really that's a good thing. I mean, for some men, that'll, you know, deter them and they'll be like, oh, you know, I don't want to be bothered with her because she's a girl. They know up front. They know from what they're doing. Exactly. Exactly. Like I was, I was telling, I, I shared with David. Um, I guess well, I wasn't going to bring it up. Ago. I hope this is where you're going. I wasn't going to bring it up. Yeah. I was waiting for you to bring it up. Go ahead. My husband and I had a little dust up. My husband and I had a little dust up, and I distinctly remember telling him, "Listen here, bro. You asked to marry me. I didn't ask you to be my husband. You asked me to be your wife, and so that means certain things to me." <laughs> And what it means is, you know, you're going to take care of this. You know what I mean? Like, and I mean, and more importantly, you knew what you was getting when you asked. 
So it's not like you 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 saw me as one person and then all of a sudden I, I switched it up on you. No, nah, I've been this person my whole life. And, you know, call my daddy and, and complain to him about it. But I mean, you knew who it was. So I think it's important that no matter where we stand on these issues, that that people are honest about who they are and what their expectations are. So if, if, if this is too much of a deep dive, tell me your card, this is too much of a deep dive. What was the dust up behind? Um, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Just, just, a, just a one sentence, just one sentence. Um, <laughs> this sounds horrible, but shit, listen. So he had, um, he had been laid off from his job after 30 some odd years or what have you. And, um, he, I mean, he took a package, right? So he, I mean, they laid him off. It wasn't voluntary, but he ended up taking a package and for a while he sat there and, you know, didn't do anything, which was fine, you know? Um, but then when he decided to do something, he was the Uber driver. Go ahead. So, and that, go ahead. And that, that bothered me. Eventually, I was honest with him and I was like, bruh, I don't want to be married to the Uber driver. And so, um, you know, he, he, we talked about it in therapy and everything. And so his thing was, you know, no bills had been missed. You know, and so as long as the bills are being paid, you know, what do you care? DG, I respect you for your honesty. I respect you. Okay. That's you. All right. And so my argument was, one, I don't want to just make it. I don't want to just have the bills be paid. The bills being paid is the basic, right? Like, I still want to have the bills paid. I want to go out for dinner. I want to go on vacations. I want to do all of that. And on top of that, I don't want to tell people that my husband drives Uber. I respect you so much. So, yeah. so... Um, go ahead. Say what you said. Say what you said. What, 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 what is your... Yeah, to me... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't want to interrupt. And so what I was what I was thinking, one of the points that I made is that, you know, like, I don't want to struggle. You know, I, I was I have never struggled. I didn't struggle when I was not married. When I was a child, I didn't struggle when I was married to my first husband. OK, I didn't. And I don't intend to struggle with you. <laughs> and so I'm going to need you to get yourself gainfully employed, get up every day and, you know, get suited and booted. And get out here and get a job. And I make no apologies for it. That's who so, you marry. So so my question was going to be, what is your fan? And, and we've texted about this a little bit, right? Glass of wine. I love it. Loosen her up. <laughs> what is your family like history? Like, like what did your dad do with your mom? And or what was your examples of this? This is the problem. I'm sure this is where the problem starts. What, because I was, the other thing I was going to say to Clark is that, you know, people need to be honest about who they are, but we also need to understand that oftentimes who we are and the values that we have, it comes from how we were raised Absolutely. and how those people were raised. And so I was raised um, by, a, by a man that provided and protected. He just did, period, point blank. 
you know, never wanted for anything. Um, I, you know, if, if the truth were to really be told, I'll say I was spoiled. And as a 52 year old woman, I still am spoiled. And, um, you know, my, my dad, like I said, my mother worked when she uh, had my brother, who's my brother is 10 years younger than I am. But when she had my brother, she came home and she was a stay at home mom. And so he went to first grade. So for six years, she was a stay at home mom. And my dad provided for us and we got everything we wanted and, you know, 100 percent of what we needed and 90 percent of what we wanted. Cool. And he worked and, and she kept the home and she kept the kids. And so, you know, over the years, you know, people have told my dad, um, you know, just congratulated him on his children, how well they've done. And, you know, his grand, you know, and even after that, his grandchildren. But basically, like you have amazing kids and uh, they're successful and they're respectful and they're blah, 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 blah. And my dad would always say, listen, thank you for the compliment. But let me say this. Everything my kids are and everything my kids aren't is because of my wife, because I was working to provide for them. But she was the one that provided the home and provided, you know, kept the home a home and made sure they got where they need to get. And then I would swoop in at night after work all day and have dinner with them and maybe throw a ball in the backyard. But really everything else and the majority of it, 99% of who they are and what they did was because of so, my life. I will say this. You're absolutely right. Right. We are, we are the product of our family of origin, and our communities of origin. I, I, I am a huge proponent of that. Right. And one of the things I always say to people is we go through life learning the way to do things from these families of origin and these communities of origin. And then we get out and then we get around other people and we go, yo, why are you broken? Who the fuck raised you? Right. Why? What is wrong with you? Yeah. Right. And then you stop and you realize like, oh, shit, like what I learned was a way and what they learned is a way. And we've got to figure out our new way of doing things, particularly if we want to cohabitate and build something again. But I'll say like in my lived experience, similar to yours, my dad, he worked. He worked a lot. My dad at times worked two jobs, you know, picked up extra hours doing other stuff. And then he had his passion for photography. So, you know, that brought in a couple bucks here and there, but that was more of like his, his artistic release. My dad didn't go to open school nights. My dad went to career day because he was the one who worked. Mm -hmm. You know, like in, in my memory of like being in the educational system, my dad showed up to, he showed up to career days. Like when we had like specific career days, so maybe two or three career days in my education, in my educational history, he showed up at graduations. Now my high school graduation, when they gave me my diploma, he said, you might as well just get that shit to your mother because she's the only reason you graduated. <laughs> right? Yeah. And and my mom was the one who beat over my shoulder, yo, get this homework done. Mm -hmm. Yo, what do you mean? What 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 are these people saying that you gotta you know, you're running the D in this class? What the fuck is going on? Fix that. Right? Yeah. So she was the one who took an active hand in that. My dad took a hand in, in raising me, you know, he wasn't in the house all the time because he was busy working. And especially because he worked, you know, a second shift. So he'd be gone from three until midnight. Right. So if I wanted to hang out with my dad, it would be me sitting up at midnight when he walked in the house and eating with him, right? Or we'd hang out on the weekends. And but they 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 worked in very separate lanes. But there was that delineation of effort. Like even with finances, right? I remember talking to my dad. And he's like, yo, hand me a wallet for such and such. And I said, your dad, 
Yo, you, where's your money? He had like 20 or 40 bucks in his wallet. So, yo, where's your money? He said, what the fuck I need money for? Mm-hmm. He goes, your, your mother pays all the bills. He's like, I get, like at that point, he was using tokens. He's like, yeah, I use tokens to get on the subway. He's like, your mother makes my lunch, and you know, maybe I'll carry a couple bucks if I want to buy lunch one day. And if I want to go buy a piece of camera equipment, she gives me the card that I that gives me the most points, and I go use my card. He's like, I ain't got to think about shit. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to think about shit, right? So from that paradigm, absolutely. If you were running the house in that way, in the way that I was raised, right? And my mom also had that same problem. My mom don't really shut the fuck up either, right? Like, the, <laughs> my, 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 my personal space of hell is when my mom and my ex-wife get in the same room together and start. Right? Because you don't want to know when shut the fuck up. But that, that's another thing. You marry your mother, you marry your dad. I, I, it, it's a thing. It really is a thing in human in, in the human existence, right? But if you are curating a house in that way and you're you're creating a lane and a space for me to do what I need to do in order to make us successful, mm-hmm. you got it. You got it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. So, like, it, it, it is funny because, like, David and I have had, you know, off-air conversations a little bit about, like, the whole Kevin Samuels thing. And people are like, oh, you know, like, you, like it's funny because you're rolling your eyes about it, right? But it's basically the life you live. The instructions that he's giving women about, like, maintaining a household and, and how to maintain a marriage and, and all that stuff is basically what you're living. It, it's the difficulty of at least in my in my space, right? And why, like, I'm always on here, I'm like, yo, I'm going to stay single now. Because you coming to me, expecting me to pay your bills, you expecting me to maintain a household and, 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 and you know, take on your kids in addition to my three that I already got, what are you giving? Nobody is really offering me some shit because, like, I cook my own meals, I, I clean my own house, not to the degree that my ex-wife used to clean it, but it's just me in here. I do my own laundry. You stepping in and doing those domestic chores is not enough for me to go, y'all. I want to get married again, right? The, the dangling carrot is not is not big enough for me to go there. <laughs> I want to I, I, I want to reconsider what I'm doing. So if you listened to my baby mama talk, right, one of the things she said mm-hmm. when we first got together is that I said to her, "I'll give you whatever you want," and she said, "But all you got to do is never turn me down for sex." That's not what I said. What I actually said is. I will pay for everything. I will take care of everything. It is your job to take care of this house and to raise that kid. And I don't want to hear no fucking nonsense about it, right? She signed on to that until we got there. And then when we got there, I was doing 90% of the child rearing. You know what I'm saying? Um, I already do all the cooking, so I don't mind that. But I was doing the majority of the cooking. And and I'm saying to myself, dude, this, this is not what we agreed to. This is not what you said you wanted. And, you know, the response, you know, like, I'm pretty sure, Clark, you remember her saying is, well, I'm not a domestic goddess on my best day. My problem with this right. sort of um, request that Ebony said. And how was she raised? So, David, how was she that, raised? That, that's the thing. She was raised with her mom. Her dad was not in the house. It's just her mom, her, okay. sister, and her sister. Her dad was not, her dad was not around. He, was, he lived in Africa. But okay. my thing is, right? You say, and I'm not saying, I'm saying people in general, right? And I'm going to say women. Women say that that's what they want, that they want a provider, they want somebody, but they don't want to do the other side of the job. They don't really want the other side of the job. They want the provider, 
They want the person that pays all the bills and do that, but they're not willing to do the other side of the job. And I'm telling you, I can go either way. I can do the blend where we share. I can do, I'm the provider. Just be honest to me about what you want up front and then carry that shit all the way through. It's right. So and if what, and, what I'm saying at some point that's fine. you sure. decide that, okay, I don't want to be just a provider. I want to go out and chase a career now and we want to switch it up a little bit. I'm fine with that, but stick with it. You know what I'm saying? It can't be, you know, that sort of sliding scale where you're the provider, but I want you to do this domestic stuff because I'm not domestic. You need to go get me a housekeeper or whatever else it is. No, nah, fuck that. I ain't doing that shit. But right. at that point, hold on, hold on, but at that point, Wendy said something that I'm looking for you to respond to about her name is Tabitha. Tabitha Brown. Wendy was wrong. Okay. Right. So before we before we go into Wendy, let, let, let's touch on what you were just saying, right? The sliding scale. Sliding scale is a real thing. The reason I think there's a sliding scale is because as human beings, we don't know what the fuck we want. We always looking at the grass and going, yo, it's green. It's green mm-hmm. over. But Clark, right? I'm not saying a sliding scale on both of our parts. I'm saying she just wants a sliding scale on her part. I still oh, yeah, gotta yeah, be yeah, the provider. Listen, so like I feel that all of us as human beings in the modern era are ill-prepared for marriage, particularly if we grow up in single-parent households. Men are taught their entire lives that women are different. If you have a father in the house, you grow up with sisters, yo, they just, they think different, they process different, yo, you are never gonna make one happy. Where I think the sliding skill differential comes in is that you get a woman who goes, yo, I wanna be married. And the idea of marriage in modern times is I am a princess for a day. I get to have this big party, this elaborate celebration where I am the focus of attention. I get to go on a honeymoon and then I have somebody who loves me and is my partner in crime and takes care of me for the rest of my life. And then we live happily ever after. And so a lot of time where you see the dissolution of a relationship is the confrontation of the realities of that relationship and the realities and the burdens of being coupled with somebody. Of life. Right. I look at my situation, and my ex-wife was a stay-at-home mom while we were married. Now, granted, how she became a stay-at-home mom, I think we should have had a conversation on it, but it was basically her going, you know what, fuck this place, I'm not working here no more, and walking out. (laughs) And guess what? I had to figure out how to pay the bills. Uh Right? But in her mind, it was also, yo, it's 5 o'clock, where are you? I'm at work. Work ends at five o'clock. Work ends when I'm done. Mm-hmm. Right? And I used to say that. I'm like, honey, listen, you want a certain lifestyle. You I got to do life. certain shit to achieve that lifestyle. And you know, and she would she would look at you know some of our peer, not our peers, like some of our, our mentors and friends, and be like, oh, they're on vacation again this year. I always say, you know, watching other people's lives is like watching swans on a lake. You go look and you go, oh, look at this beautiful bird gracefully gliding across the water without any effort. And meanwhile, its little legs are thrashing like a motherfucker to keep it afloat, right? That's how most people live their lives. And to this day, I still have that conversation with them. I'm like, yo, why are you watching what they're doing? They're, they're, their grind and your grind are completely different. Mm-hmm. And, and so that would be you know, one of the frustrations. You want this lifestyle. First off, you're comparing 30-year-old me to 50-something-year-old Bill who has been at this grind a little longer than I had, a lot longer 
and owns a corporation. Don't worry, I'll get there. But I need you to take care of these things. And then it would be that tit for tat shit where it's like, oh, why do I always have to do the laundry? Because you're here. <laughs> I want to go on a date night. I said, all right, then plan it and we'll go. No, I want you to plan it. I don't have time to plan a date. Oh, oh, you know, I want to go on a vacation. All right, well, we don't have cash for that vacation, right? We could do something else. There has to be, um, you know, everybody has a part right. to play, right? And I think that's what Soro Avenue was saying. Like, you know, she, she's willing to do this as long as he's willing to do that. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I, I applaud her for saying that, you know? Right, but they have that conversation, right? That's right. And then, and then the other thing that she said, and I agree with, is that if you can't do that, then what the hell do I need you for, right? Because right. I can do all of this shit by myself. See, but that, that, that's where I am as a dude. What's no, like, why am I inviting What's you into the value my space in my that's life? Right. I'm not adding value. Right, because I'm, like, I'm not looking for somebody to complete me. I'm complete. I'm a self-sustaining entity. Yes. And it's the same thing I say in the dating world. I'm like, yo, I made three kids. I have an active hand in raising those three kids. I provide for those three kids. I'm good. What are you, what are you doing for me? Mm-hmm. Sex? Eh. Sex is great, but sex can be had anywhere. I don't know about that. <laughs> <It's a sign. laughs> D- D- David, I, you, you, you are not struggling for ass. There is something you are not struggling for ass. There is something to be said about having a good sex partner. I'm not saying David, I'm throwing everything away. It, it don't take much effort. Let me, let me ask you a question. Are you giving up the keys to your kingdom? As you've established it right now for sex. I did, I'm not saying I'm giving up the keys. All I'm saying is there's something. Right. There's something right. But that's my point. Sexual partner. But we need to, we need to keep. Are moving. you are you giving are you giving access to your kingdom? We can't stay here. We can't for stay sex. here. We got to keep moving. We can't stay here. <laughs> he, he, he dodging the question. I'm not dodging. I said no. I said I'm not giving up the keys. All right. But I'm saying there's something to be said for a good sexual partner. That's all I'm saying. There's something to be said there for were a partner. I can get somebody who brings money to the table and keep a clean house and everything else. And if she sucks no. in the bed, I'm getting rid of her too. Let's not stay here. <laughs> I, listen, I don't bullshit about it, okay? I don't bullshit about it, okay? She was saying, Wendy was wrong, and I want to get somewhere with this, right? What are you laughing at me? <laughs> because Wendy says she's not giving up or she's not allowing no man to retire on her watch. And we all know that she's got her own history with that. Right. And I'm not going to, you know, again, you was firing back with the text, you know, both barrels loaded, but just give us your opinion on that. I think it's on a case by case situation. And so for Tabitha's situation, I told you, like I've been watching them on that black love show and what they have is the real deal. They love each other. They respect each other. They they've been through the paces. I mean, not this is not no new thing. This is decades long, you know, and he supported her. And so if she's at a point in her career where she can bring him off the off of a job that's really not safe. Right. Right. And allow him to pursue his passions. I ain't talking about sitting up on the couch and watching TV all day or chasing a bunch of women and all of that. That's not what she's talking about, right? So she knows this man's heart. She knows his character. And she knows what his hopes and dreams and aspirations are. And so she's in a position now where she can retire him from that job that's dangerous and that doesn't 
feed his spirit, right? And give him the resources and the wherewithal to do what it is that he really wants to do because he's done that for her for her for 20 some plus plus years. I don't see anything wrong with that. Now, this is the same person who says, I think the man should pay the mortgage, right? He's paid, in her case, he's paid the mortgage for 20 some odd years and done a a really good job of supporting their family. And so I I, I co-sign, I stamp what she's doing. I think Wendy should shut up, okay? Because everybody's husband ain't that that Kevin Hunter that you sat up with. Yeah. Could you do that? Yes. You could do it. Um... I mean, I just told the brother he couldn't be an Uber driver. So, 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 okay, so that's... <laughs> let's just say... No, let's just say he said to you, uh, I'm thinking about starting my own limousine company, but I need to work for Uber to learn the business and all that other sort of stuff so that, you know, I get the groundwork in and then I'm going to, you know, uh, graduate to starting my own Uber company. Where you at with it? Um, let's let's sit down and come together with a plan on on how you're gonna do this. So, so you're so saying you would like come to me with the come to me with the business plan, a proposal, how long you plan on work? For, I want to look up five years from now, and your ass still working for Uber, and I, you know, no. But, like, but, but, I, I'm not even mad at you for that, right? Because what that is is that's a conversation. And it's honest. It's an honest conversation, and it's an establishment of expectation. Because, because the truth is, can I just be real? Be real. The truth is that Uber shit was starting to impact how I thought about him. Absolutely, D- David. How many times have you heard me say this? Hypergamy okay. is All a right. thing. Hold on, Hyper- hold on, hold on, hold on. Deeper dive. When it you just, think impact, it just how was, you thought about him. Tell me what you mean. Like, like I, you know, when when he goes places. Um, this is the best way I can explain it. You know, when he goes places, he always wants me to go with him, right? He knows that he can, that he has a wife that can dress up nicely. You know, she can talk to anybody. He can put me in any room. He can tell people, you know, my wife is da 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 He's proud to have me as his wife. He tells me that, right? I was not proud to tell people that he was the Uber man. I saw and you know it's funny because and and he said to me, my me driving that Uber, it don't change who I am on the inside. Like I'm still the same guy on the inside, right? Same values, the same the same things that you that you fell in love with. I still am that person. I just drive Uber now. I don't have a corporate job anymore. And he was right. I love, but you. I was being honest. I love. I was being honest. honest when I said. When I said, but that don't work for me, bruh. <laughs> I love it. I love your honesty. So, so let me tell you real quick, right? When I was in my early 20s um, and I was uh, dating a, a, a girl that I was living with at the time, right? Um, the, the, the big recession hit. Everybody thinks that this last recession under Bush was a recession. No, the big recession hit under Reagan, right? It was rough out in these streets. And it was the crack era too. It was rough out in the streets. And I took a job working at what was called a store 24, which was a 24 hour store where I ran the counter and made deli sandwiches. Now I'm coming from a construction job. You know, I'm out there, you know, one of the only black guys yelling orders and telling people what to do. But construction had basically come to a halt. 
my wife at the time when we were younger, you know, she sort of, you know, she let me know that, you know, because, yeah, like you said, the bills are still getting paid. What do you care? But she yeah. said to me, you know, she admired me for being able to do that. Right. It's easy to do that and be that way when you're in your 20s. But when I'm not telling people how old you are, but when you get to your 30s or your 40s, that 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 doesn't really float too well. I mean, it sounds, you know, I remember saying, listen, I know it's it's not a popular opinion. I know it sounds bougie and pretentious. But guess what? You married a bougie and pretentious woman. So like, yeah, so like, so it's interesting, right? Because you, you can you can say that and you can be direct with your husband, right? And that's that's a good thing. That's a very good thing. And it, like I, I've talked about the idea of hypergamy a lot, right? Basically, women do not generally seek out men who are of lower social status or lower economic status. You know, they, they want somebody who is going to elevate them in that way. Educational status as well, right? It is also you know a, a, another thing that, that carries a lot of weight. So what happens is, and like I said, I've gone through three layoffs in the course of of, of my corporate career. My ex-wife being my girlfriend slash wife at the time and being my ex-wife at, at, you know, at the turn of, of, of those layoffs. Absolutely, her, her mouth changed, her attitude changed, her expectations changed. Her willingness to, to, to service you sexually probably changed. Better not. Well, yeah. the, the, it better not. It better not. That's absolutely a thing. It disappears. Mm-hmm. Because they are they are attracted to that power. They are attracted to that that get shit done. That provider, that, that provider, that protector, yeah, all of those things. That it, it's primitive as fuck. And, and and the horrible side of that equation, right? If your wife gains 30 pounds, you're supposed to just fucking rock. <laughs> right? You're supposed to go, okay, well, that's more, more cushion life. for the pushing. That's more cushion for the pushing. Yeah, it, it depends on how I fall. But there's a lot of dudes who, who go, yo, like this isn't the chick I married, or this isn't what I signed up for, mm-hmm. and now he's just got to rock with it. Or oh, she she don't feel like having sex anymore. She's not interested in sex. She's not or she's not as interested in sex as I am. Mm-hmm. But you know, she's still the same person on the inside. So I, I've got to sign up and I've got to rock with that, right? Uh-huh. So it's like the, the, that that sliding scale thing also goes with the double standard, where there's a double standard that allows women to say. You know what? You are not fulfilling your duty and your obligation as a husband or my expectation of a husband. So I can divorce you or I can be be unattracted to you. Mm-hmm. And men don't have that bandwidth. Men don't have that 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 grace under you know under society to say those things. Or to, or if they feel those ways, they just have to internalize and just fucking rock with it. Go ahead, David, you were about to say something. I said, fuck that. I do. But listen, 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 we're, we're running. We're, we're running just at it. DG, uh, you got any closing remarks here? I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. Ebony K. Williams for president because she got it all the way right. And Wendy Williams needs to shut the fuck up. OK, because <laughs> everybody ain't her man. And... I think people should be honest. The bottom line is be be truthful and be honest with who you are initially so that everybody knows who they get and when they get them. And then follow it all the way through. Don't try to switch it up in the middle. That's right. Nobody should be surprised with anything. When it happens, you should be like, oh, you know what? She told me initially that I need to pay this mortgage up in here. Okay. And so let me not be acting all crazy 
you know, you know, she also told me that she was going to take your kids and make sure this place is a, is a sanctuary. And it looks like a damn cyclone came through here. So what, what's up with that? Like, it's okay for a man to say that, but just be, just understand when you ask a woman or you in a relationship with a woman, be clear with who, who you're getting in a relationship with. Perfect. Uh, DG, we love, <laughs> we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for letting oh. me speak. Thank you for sharing them, though. Thank you for your honesty. Thank you for your honesty. Clark, close. Ladies, gentlemen, and consenting adults, thank you for joining us for another episode of the See What Dad Met, Why You Bad podcast. We love you. We appreciate you. Make sure you are following us on Instagram. Make sure you are following us wherever podcasts are available, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you tell a friend. Spread the word. Dave, you got anything else to say? Single dad, why you mad? Single dad, why you mad? Single dad, why you mad? Single dad, why are you mad? Single dad, why 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 you mad?